You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, where we offer you podcasts of the supernatural and the unexplained. Get ready now for Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Every so often, we meet someone who totally turns our life upside down and introduces us to something that we couldn't even consider is possible. Today, we're talking to Rochelle Wright, and she has been a grief and trauma psychotherapist for 30 years. She is the creator of the Repair and Reattachment Grief Therapy Method, which literally means that her and her trained psychotherapists, which there are currently about a 100 in the world, will work with a client to bring them to a state of mind that they can actually reconnect with their loved one in the afterlife. And with this, when you really believe your loved one is still alive, it greatly reduces the grief and sadness. It is completely an out-of-the-box method, but I think you'll be amazed by her words. I do recommend you check out repairandreattachment.com. Rochelle Wright, welcome, my friend, to Shades of the Afterlife. Well, thank you very much, Sandra, and thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure, and Rochelle, what you're up to is really big news, and so I'm privileged to share it. Well, thank you, and it is different because... um, it's very different what I do and what I train therapists to do than, you know, being a medium because they actually get the information from the other side directly. I don't get it and tell them about it. They tell me and I write it down. So they're getting it directly, Sandra, which is very different. Oh, it's very different. Could you tell us just a little bit um, how you got your start into the world of discovering the afterlife, you know, connected to this, or was it something that just naturally happened when you were working with people with grief? Well, actually, both. Okay, okay. Uh, The first is, uh, I think about 15 years ago, I started dreaming about deceased people. And also, I would get all sorts of other things in my dream about peace and things like that, things that I wouldn't even be thinking about. I have been involved in The Course in Miracles for many, many years, probably 25, at least 25 years, and and uh, involved in the Eckhart Tolle uh, readings and that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. But anyway... These, um, these people started coming to me in dreams, like almost every night, Sandra, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, and then someone would make a cameo appearance, and some would come and stay longer, and they would have things to say, and um, I was working in full time, 
And uh, I remember that I went to work one day and said to my secretary, I said, you know, she knew this was going on. And I said, you know, this has got to stop because it's it's interfering with my day job. (laughs) (laughs) And it was. And as soon as I said that, it stopped, Sandra. Oh. I I, yes, it stopped. And I had, I had said to Craig Hogan, I told him about it, and he said, well, isn't it interesting how they listen? <laughs> and I said, yes, it is. But what is very interesting is this came in through like the back door then because I'm doing therapy and uh, I remember, you know, things did happen in my office that were kind of out of the ordinary and I've always been thinking, you know, in this vein about um, how different things happen or they'll come to me and they'll just really help me. But anyway, um, I'm in my office and I had a, I was actually seeing a social worker and she had lost her brother and she was, came in one day and told me that he was only 27 and he left a, a wife and a, a child, and she was just distraught because her whole family was looking to her to help them, mm. and she herself was not in a place to help them. So I said, well, let's try something. And I thought, because I have them use a headset, which is very different. They listen to bilateral stimulation, which goes from the right to the left brain, And what it does, it brings up things that normally wouldn't come up or they wouldn't maybe think of. Mm -hmm. But she had that going because all my clients listen to that in the office. Headphones on, I'm imagining. Yeah. And so I told her, I sat back in my chair, Sandra, and I said, okay, well, just go inside and just bring up your brother. And, uh, you know, I kind of set the scene, like bring up your brother and, you know, and kind of some things that she had repeated to me about the him. And uh, I sat back and I said, something help me, please help me. Because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't think anything was happen. Anyway, she started talking to her brother. And she started talking and talking and I'm like sitting there dumbfounded. And one of the things I have learned very quickly after that is, you don't say what I said, but I, uh, she started talking to her grandfather, too. And so I said, oh, is your grandfather deceased? <laughs> and cause I was so shocked. And she said, yes. In other words, leave us alone. Uh-huh. We are busy. We're having conversation. And so I learned very quickly, you don't do that. But they went on and on for about 15 minutes. And he told her a lot of things about his daughter not to worry about her, that she was being taken care of, and that uh, he was fine, and I can't remember, I have it in the file, but all of that. And then at the end, she said, now my grandfather and my brother, they're swirling in a circle of um, gray. Their heads are going around it, and now it's getting a little bit darker gray, and now it's getting black, and now they're gone. So... That was the first experience that I had like that. And, of course, I was very excited. How was she left, the client there? How did she feel? Well, she left feeling much better. I would think so. Yes, much better. So I started doing some of the work with my regular clients. And I had a, a connection with Craig Hogan. And so 
I kept telling him what I was getting and so forth. And he says, let's write a book. We've got to write a book about it. And he said, I don't know, Rochelle, if it's just that you will be able to do it or I don't know that you can teach it to other therapists. And I said, yes, I can. I know I can. Mm. So that's how it happened, Sandra. Well, that's incredible. And did she describe this experience? I mean, like it was just very real. I mean, different than just a dream or her, because I've done some meditations that I've conjured up somebody sitting on a park bench with me, and I'm not convinced they actually were. It's just my imagination. She was really in this. And she did not want me to interfere with it. I mean, she just was like disgusted when I said, is your grandpa deceased? I mean, she was like, why are you interfering with this? You know, so, um, no, it was very real for her. And um, I have file after file of now with the protocol that I, I do and that I teach of people and their experiences. And it's really a look into the afterlife and this other dimension. I feel like it's really a privilege. But I remember at first when Craig was going to write the book and where we were going to write it, it was my content, but he was the writer. This is Guided Afterlife Connections, that book. Yes, that was the first one. I remember walking to my back door, Sandra, and thinking, why is this happening to me? And so I said to Craig in a conversation after that, why, I mean, why is this happening to me? You know, I felt all of a sudden very responsible, Sandra. Because <laughs> I'm a responsible person. And I think, what, does this, what is this going to mean in my life? And he said to me, when I asked him, he said, why not you? Exactly. He said, you have been chosen to carry this on. You've been chosen to bring it forward, Rochelle. And you so, have such good credentials for being someone. It's still kind of the time that sometimes when we speak about mediums or connecting with the dead, we have these uh, these thoughts of talking to these kind of woo-woo, new-agey type people. And you are a mainstreamed mental health counselor. And I mean, there's so much that you have as credibility that personally, if I was going to give someone this mission, I'd give it to you. No, thank you very much. You know, normally, it's really not accepted that therapists do this kind of work, or at least if they do, they talk, they don't talk about the afterlife and right. so forth. So, so what happened, Sandra, I really stepped out of the box. And I never, ever felt like anyone was going to question me or anything, really. I just felt that's what I needed to do. And uh, it, it felt like a really good thing to do. So, but normally, uh, you know, they don't. So one of the things that we did was we did change the book, revised it, mm-hmm. and changed the name to Repair and Reattachment Grief Therapy uh, because I feel like it's more palatable to therapists when they want to, you know, be trained. And it's also more palatable to the general public. Oh, and, so it's... yes. The same information within the, I, I have on yes. my shelf, Guided Life Afterlife yes. Connections, the first version. Right. Okay. Exactly. And what happened, Sandra, with that is I had a dream and I had this mentor who was a psychologist and she's a nurse and very well known in the EMDR field at that time. And she came to me in a dream and she's retired now and I haven't spoken with her 
I saw her walking down a hill, and on the right side there were other people and so forth, and I thought to myself, Sandra, oh, my gosh, I wonder if she knows what I'm doing and what is she thinking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I thought. And in the dream, I actually recall, I just started backing up, like, you know, how back up your head, like, oh, my gosh, what is she going <laughs> to say? <laughs> what is she going to say? And she stopped, and she, I said, do you know what I'm doing? And she said, yes, it's called repair and attachment therapy. And I said, repair and reattachment therapy. And that was the end of the dream. I thought about it for a couple of weeks and I thought, this is what is supposed to happen. We'll be back in just a minute with Rochelle Wright, the author of Repair and Reattachment Grief Therapy. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't go anywhere. There's more Shades of the Afterlife coming right up. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like a recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to Black women the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love 
into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost thanks to the health care law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in the way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. We're happy to let you know that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows all for free. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. coasttocoastam.com is where you want to be. And now back to Sandra Champlain and Shades of the Afterlife. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are here with Rochelle Wright, who is talking about repair and reattachment grief therapy, which is also the name of her book, by the way. Rochelle, could you give us another story of something that happened in therapy? And are most people surprised at what happens? Most, I mean, they're all surprised because when they come, Mm -hmm. they don't expect what they get. And that's what I'll say to them at the end, you know, if they say, you know, is this something, did I really get this? Do you think that this is something maybe I made up or it's a, they don't use the word mental construct, but that's what they're referring Uh to. And I'll say, well, did you expect to get this when you came today? And uh, I'll say, oh, no, I didn't, you know. Well, I'm thinking of one person, uh, and she's not in my book, but she came from another state, and she said to me when she called me, can you help me just get this picture out of my mind of my mother when she died? And she just sat up in the hospital bed and had this terrible grimace on her face. It was so awful. Well, the kind of work that I do for 15 years, a lot of EMDR, I knew that that we could do. That wasn't an issue. So I said, well, I think I can help you with that. And so she came, and she was not expecting anything. And it was amazing, Sandra, because when we started the processing, and I have a whole protocol that I do. They come for one day, Uh like five and a half hours. Okay. They come in, they spend the day, we take a half hour for lunch. There's something I do in the morning, and then in the afternoon, we do the processing. So as soon as we got to the processing, her mother came up immediately. And then her deceased father came up, and her brother, uh, just this, I mean, seven people came up. Her 
brother who had died of an overdose of drugs, he came up, an aunt and an uncle. There were seven. Wow. And yes, and then she she saw where they were living. She saw where they were at. I mean, it was just amazing. What was interesting, all she wanted to do was get that picture of that that stuck in her mind, mm-hmm. out of her mind, you know, and she didn't expect to get all that. And she was just elated. I found it really fascinating. Everyone is different, and it's, um, you know, it's what the person is supposed to get. Are people talking out loud having this conversation with their loved one that you're hearing, well, or is it private? Well, I don't head? hear, no. I write down what they're saying. They're not having it out loud. No. It's between them and the person on the other side. So they may get it. They may actually see the person. The person may actually hug them or kiss them. Mm. Or, I mean, this is kind of the, you know, what some of them have happened, but I wouldn't say it happens to all of them. You know, one lady was able to stroke her daughter's hair and uh, see her in her little shorts or flip-flops the way she was on this side. And they take them many times somewhere, you know, they'll take them. In this particular case, they took, she, her daughter took her down this long walkway with ivy coming down the side, and it was a brick walkway. And, you know, she said a lot of things to her. And she was killed in an auto accident, the daughter, unexpectedly. And so it was a real shock to the mom. And of course. She came from, yes, she came from way, I mean, far away. I'm in Washington State. She came from New York or somewhere pretty far away. She didn't expect to get all of that. And she felt so relieved. And actually her daughter, you know, because when, when a child gets, or someone is in an accident, you think, oh, they went through so much pain. Mm-hmm. This is terrible. And, but no. She saw her daughter. A lot of times they'll take them back to the accident scene. And they did, her daughter did that. And it showed that she just kind of raised up from the wreckage and floating and wasn't hurt. I mean, she didn't feel anything. Oh, that's good news. That is. I mean, this is the, this is one of the things that I have really observed is that what we think when somebody's going through so much something is taking them up and out of it, Sandra. Does that include suffering? Like I saw my dad suffer tremendously and he was so drugged up to ease the pain or help. But I I mean, he was suffering. Let me think about it just a moment. Mm -hmm. I think I, this is what I think about that. I think a lot of that time they're spent on the other side. I think they've kind of, partially left their body already mm-hmm. and they're spending maybe more time on the other side than they are here even though their physical body is here and they're being given all these drugs and everything i think that that's what they're doing i go along with that i ask that question a lot hoping for the the same response i've met some really incredible mediums and a message coming through many times from my father was that even though we watched him suffer he had already left his body and there's no memory mm -hmm. of the pain 
for him. Yes, so that's what we were just talking about, weren't we? Yeah. I think that's really good news for us here on Earth. That yes. We're in such grief about what happened, and it's uh, it's really different. Yeah. I never. And we see it. I never um, understood my grandmother's prayer because my Grammy would always say, uh, when God calls you forth, you can't come fifth. That was her, <laughs> that was her little <laughs> slogan, which is very cute. But she's just kept praying that there's no pain, no suffering. And mm-hmm. I mean, like a heavy duty, I heard her say that so many times, you know, God can take me, but just no suffering. And I, I thought, oh, okay, you know, and then it wasn't until I saw my dad pass that I got exactly what she means. And I think it's comforting for anybody who, if you're, if you're listening right now and you're ill or, I mean, we've got all kinds of listeners experiencing grief, but just knowing that, you, you know, n- nobody wants to pass from a disease and have pain. But if there is that possibility that our soul departs and we're not present to the pain, oh, that's good news. It really is good news. And another one that I did uh, a long time ago, and she's not in the book either, but she was from another country, and actually she was a therapist, and she targeted a fellow therapist that she had kind of her mentor for, she'd known him for 20 years, and he passed at 61 from a heart attack. And it was such a shock to her. They were just really good friends. But I worked with her. He had so much to say. He said of things that were coming and how they were coming in the future. And that he had said, you know, so many times he had talked about the earth and how we're not taking care of it and things like that. And he said, remember, we talked about that when I was there. And then... Before he left, he changed his email to Blue Yonder. That was before he actually knew he was going, he was sick. Mm-hmm. He changed it to Blue Yonder, which kind of is a hint. You know, she got a lot from him. And he said, you need to remember when you're on the treadmill or when people are on the treadmill, there is a stop button. Push the stop button. You can get off of it. And he said, get with people that are like-minded and mm-hmm. be a light in this world. Because when you are, it lights and helps other people and your energy spreads out in the world. He just had so much to say. And he also sent, the, the thing that was interesting, Sandra, he sounded just like a psychotherapist. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the way he spoke from the other oh, side. Man. Rochelle, this might be a dumb question, but if they're not talking out loud, do they just tell you after the fact what happens? Or every so often do they come up for air and say, oh, he just said this, he just said that? Yeah. Well, what happens is they have the headset going, which is right in the brain. And so it's that's going. And then I'm using some eye movements and having them focus on particular uh, thing and then have them go inside and see where it goes, see mm-hmm. where it goes. And then I tell them that you can either open your eyes when you get something and tell me what you're getting, or if I think you've gone too long, then I'll have you take a deep breath, open your eyes, and tell me what you've been getting. Ah. And that's what that's how we go back and forth. It's almost like this wonderful 
energy Tai Chi that we go back and forth, <laughs> the oh, client and the therapist. I love it. And then now you have trained many therapists around, well, actually around the world. I know there's more to come. Just looking at your website, there's lots of folks out there. So people there don't are. have to, I mean, if they're near you, you still take clients, but there are people yes. around the world. Exactly. And so in the beginning, you know, I saw people were coming here a lot more. They were coming from all over. I of mean, course. You know, <laughs> flying here. And, uh, <laughs> but now, um, there's not so many from out of the area and there's more uh, around here that will come because they're, they can go to someone closer to them. That was, that's the whole idea to have at least a therapist in every state. But we have people now in, in Mexico and South America and Canada, quite a few in Canada. And, um, Europe. Yes, we have one in the UK that I know of and, um, less in Europe. Right now. <laughs> right now, yes, yes. And the thing is, you know, I do this in Gig Harbor, Washington, so they have to come here. It's really a nice place to come. And Rochelle, you've also trained therapists. Licensed therapists in the state they practice. They okay. have to be licensed because they do have to know what to do. And they have to know if it goes somewhere, they need to be able to go there and work with it. So you do have to have that background. That makes so much sense. I know I've been in deep, dark grief and to be with a licensed professional is the way to go. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Rochelle, I'd like to ask you about your book. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stay right there. There's more Sandra coming right up. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... 
It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With age, our skin loses its elasticity. The most common complaints are under eye bags, wrinkles, crow's feet, and eyebrow sag. Now, diminish those visible signs of aging in mere minutes. Instantly Ageless from HealthyLooking.com is a velvety microcream that, when applied lightly, reveals visible, toned, lifted skin. Instant beauty. Stunning results for women and men. Instantly Ageless was a hit on The Rachel Ray Show. Board-certified dermatologist Dr. Whitney Bowe looking to try to turn back the clock on a budget, you know, in the privacy of your own home, but actually there's some recent technologies emerging, almost like changes the behavior of the skin right. while it sits on the skin. So we're going to test it We're going to try a product this here. It's more accessible, right? Ageless. You know, we'll go backstage, we'll test it out. It's a cream. You literally just put it on, so we'll put on a really thin layer and we're going to see if it sort of lives up to the difference. And then she went off to try a product called Instantly Ageless. Yeah. Instantly, you could see a difference. Even the cameraman were like, wow. Wow, look at the difference. Yeah, I mean, but I would definitely use this product. This product, within minutes of applying it, it was actually a very dramatic rejuvenation. Get your instantly ageless now at our exclusive website, healthylooking.com, or by phone at 800 604 3129. That's 800 604 3129. Within minutes, you can take years off your looks and reveal visibly toned, lifted skin. Try our starter kit, postage paid, for only $19.99 or stock up with a full-sized box at a newly reduced price. Not available in stores. Instantly ageless at healthylooking.com or 800-604-3129. Instantly ageless from healthylooking.com. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network with the best shows that explore the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. You can enjoy all shows on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts.
Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are here with Rochelle Wright, who is the creator and founder of the Repair and Reattachment Grief Therapy, and she has the book with the same title. So, Rochelle, if we could, I'd love to find out about the book, and it sure sounds like you have some good stories in it. Very exciting stories in there, actually. I started writing it when all this started happening, and so there's 26 stories of people that I saw and what happened, you know, what what came up. And I'm just, I've got the book right here. I'll just read you just a little bit about okay. what what the main point and what they got. The one, this one, she was a regular client of mine and her husband was killed in an auto accident late at night. And finally, she decided to do this with me. And what she got was, I will be there for you, but only in a different way. Hmm. And the other lady I spoke about, whose daughter was in the auto accident, came from New York. What I have for her is, um, in the book it says, it was her, I know it was her. So that kind of answers some questions, too. I think you had a, how do they know or what? She, yes. It was her. I know it was her. And she hugged her and kissed her and was able to stroke her long hair. That's beautiful. That's the one. And this other one who did her father, she was a regular client for quite some time. We did a session, and then she came back the next week. And she'd had a dream. And so I said, you know, has anything come up? And she said, well, I had this dream, but it was nothing. And I said, well, tell me about the dream. So she did. And I said, well, okay, close your eyes. Let's just try something. Close your eyes. Go back inside. And, you know, just bring up your dad, uh, how it was in the dream. So I set the scene of the dream that she told me about. All of a sudden, he just started talking to her and helping her. And he... uh, so her line in here, just in the contents, table of contents, is, Dad's teaching me right now about what I am doing as an adult. And he actually told her, uh, she was in her 60s, he said, um, the reason you've been picking the men you have is because they were like me. They wow. were unavailable. Wow. They were unavailable for you. Oh, they get so much stuff, it gives me chills now to think about it, because I get to be right in there with it, Sandra. Oh, yeah, and And, Rochelle, I think of times that I've gone on a little hypnotic journey, and of course I could picture somebody sitting in a park bench next to me, and it feels very real, but I've never been able to jump up and hug somebody, touch someone's hair, had communication coming from them. So, I mean, this is clear to me, and I know it is too, to the your clients that this is the real deal these people are really coming through yeah. well it, it is it's, and it's, it's very exciting I did this therapist in the beginning and he just he said well I never I don't have any uh, issues with my mom I'm not sad about her passing you know I'm fine with everything And but I said well I want to practice on you <laughs> mm-hmm. so he came over and what he he said he really didn't expect to get much because they didn't have any kind of a difficult relationship. But what he got from her was amazing. She said to him, what's hard for you to understand, Gary, there isn't a separation between life and death. 
And he said, that is what she said to me. What's hard for me to understand is that there isn't a separation between life and death. Yes. Wow. He's like really taken back by it. And I, yes. And another person I see, these are all in the beginning, Sandra. This is in 2010. (laughs) Well, see, these were regular clients of mine, a lot of them in the beginning. And uh, this was a regular client of mine. She must have been around 38 years old. And her grandmother, on Mother's Day, they were going to her house with her mother and an aunt and several ladies to take the grandma out for Mother's Day lunch. And what happened is they got to the scene and there was crime tape all around. And the grandma was missing and was missing for a month. And they found her later about, I'm not sure how much longer, but they found her, I don't know, in a field in an air base somewhere, you know. They found her body. Wow. And they said that, yeah, or they found the remains of her or something. So she did her, and she is in the book. And I was just like amazed because it's the first one of the first ones I did, you know. I said it's going to be like five hours. Well, it went on, and the grandma went on and on and on. And the bottom line is she said, love yourself with a vengeance. Do not live your life in fear. I will always be behind the light and with you. And she gave her so much information, how to live her life now. So amazing. And she also said she knew where she was going. She said, I wasn't afraid when I was in the back, locked in the back of the trunk of a car. I knew. And it just, it was so amazing, Sandra. So I don't really do those kind very much. I don't encourage it. She told her something like, there are two things you need to understand. One, I am a metaphor for your life. The big black hole and the trunk of the car that I was in, I said, for me? But Grandma just continued. That's how you have been living your life. The black hole was too late for me. It's not too late for you. You need to get out of it. And then Grandma said, two, love yourself with a vengeance. Do not live your life in fear. I will always be behind the light. Okay, she said, release the fear, the pain and anxiety. It's time. It's time to release your fear, your pain and your anxiety. Release it. We are all behind the light. The light is on your path. All you need to do is follow it. We are here with you by your side as you go down your path. We can't do it for you, but you will do it. It's all about getting out of the black hole that you are in and letting go of the past. Fear will not dictate your anxiety. Your passions will. Live passionately. Be happy. That is the definition of success. Fear not. I will always be behind the light. That's Um, great. But she went on and on and on and helped her, you know. I mean, and so that day... I was, you know, this is when I first started doing it, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, we both were getting tired after, it must have been five hours, and I said, well, ask her, is it okay if we stop and come back tomorrow? (laughs) That's the only only one I've ever done that with Sandra. And she said, yes, but you be back here tomorrow because I have a lot more to say to you. Incredible. Time's going by fast in our interview here, so I just a couple more questions. Craig says there's 98% success rate with this. 
Yes, there is, as long as the therapists are following the protocol right. and doing it like I train them to do it. Yes, and that's about what I have. It is amazing. Do I have a moment to yeah, you, you uh, have, read you an email? Sure. We have okay. at least 10 minutes left, but I just oh, okay. wanted to make sure we... We'll just keep talking. Go ahead. I, I'm loving yes. listening to you. Loving, yes. loving, they loving. Are, they do get the connections. And, you know, it's not me. That's what's really wonderful. I mean, I'm just a tool, a conduit in this whole process. So I actually tell myself, I, you know, I don't have to worry about what to say or to do mm-hmm. because... He who sent me will direct me. I mean, that's directly from The Course in Miracles. But I say that a lot of times and, um, you know, kind of to myself. So I'm never anxious about what they're going to get because it's not me. Right. That's the exciting part for me. (laughs) And that you can teach people this protocol is fantastic. I can. Oh, I love it. uh, What's the email? I got an email. This psychologist came from Salem, Oregon. She'd lost her husband, who was also a psychologist, and he taught philosophy at the university down there and so forth. He had just been passed for six months. They, you know, we used to wait in the beginning for a year, but I've done some, as long as the person on this side is uh, stable and um I can go ahead and do it. I did, I did one where they were only gone for eight weeks. Wow. And another for three months. It just depends. And when I spoke with Craig Hogan, he said, Rochelle, as the other side always would like to communicate, but it's this side that stops it. So they have to be ready on this side. Yes. And so I have to screen them well for that if they're going to do it this soon but this was in six months and she said um, she actually was a psychologist herself and she said hello Rochelle I've been wanting to update you since our session but I was waiting to see how well it held (laughs) the day after I day after I truly felt like someone had reorganized me and I was lighter more free more settled and happier That lasted for quite a while. I started getting busier as the old me would be and want to do. And I found I got tired and I'm not ready for that. I still need quiet, solitude, lack of schedule, and some space. The traumas that I had regarding my husband are cleared. The beautiful experience I had with him is still holding. I can bring it up. I can feel him. And I feel so much better when I remember and when I tell others about it. Rochelle, your method is really very amazing and so significant and beneficial. I'm so grateful you were willing to work with me at this time. It was worth every penny to have that tender time with my husband, hear his messages, and feel his close presence. I think all the components are necessary and love that the therapist is not in charge. The loved one is, and of course I would add spirit is, or a higher intelligence, or God, whatever the word is people use. Yes. So she said, all makes perfect sense to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I believe she also said, October training looks like the right time. 
Rochelle, we're going to take a quick break now. And when we come back, we'll hear some more words from you, including finding out about the free audio that you offer people. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't go anywhere. There's more Shades of the Afterlife coming right up. Hey, fam. I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast, I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for that certain someone who shares your interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal? Look no further than ParanormalDate.com, the unique site for like-minded people. If you like the senior crowd, 
Try ParanormalDate.com forward slash seniors to meet like-minded people that are 60 plus. It all depends on what you prefer. ParanormalDate.com is great for everyone. You can also tap into members that are 60 plus at ParanormalDate.com forward slash seniors. Enjoy your search. Have some fun at ParanormalDate.com. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. You're listening to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now let's get back to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're with Rochelle Wright, creator of Repair and Reattachment Grief Therapy. Rochelle, has anyone ever done this therapy on you? Yes. Actually, a couple of them have. I let them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I did do the work with her, and it was with my ex-deceased husband, who had cancer, mm-hmm. who died about 20 years ago who came to me prior to that and said, you know, what I told you in the beginning of our of our conversation yes. today. And it really helped. It took me to a lot of places and it cleared up a lot of things. That was very good. And another time, my aunt, I was so worried about her because worried how I treated her because Years ago, she came to where I was working, and she said, oh, I, and she came from like three hours away, and she was with my mom. And they said, oh, we've come in to take you to lunch. We want to see you. And I said, I'm just too busy. I can't do it right now. And I've always regretted that because she passed away. She was so happy to see me, and I thought, you know, why? Why didn't I stop and just go with them? That was So I targeted that. And she came across and she's like saying, well, I didn't even notice it. I never even thought about that. It didn't matter. Oh. And it relieved me so Sure. Sure. And I haven't thought about it really since. I know with me, my grandmother, the day she passed away, it was unexpected. And I was traveling and I had actually thought that, oh, I should call Grammy today. And then I said, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Well, there was no tomorrow, and I was—I lived with that guilt for a long, long time. Right. Uh, and uh, even another one, my dad's best friend called him while he, my dad was lying there days before he passed, and his friend said, can you just put the phone up to your dad's ear? I just want to say goodbye to my best friend. So I don't know mm-hmm. what was said, but I held it there, and then it was after dad passed that I realized the ear I held it up to was his deaf ear. Oh, oh! I mean, that chokes me up now. But knowing that, you know, I had that guilt. And so part of my journey into the 
discovering the afterlife and i think it even actually came through a medium is that dad got the message from his best friend you know and i thought Uh hallelujah i mean these things are important it's important because we can we can hang on to that guilt Uh, oh yes it doesn't help us because what they do it's different for them you know yeah just like my aunt said i never even thought about it I've been thinking about it ever since it happened, you know. So it gave me so much relief. Of and, course. Um, I know we're just about out of time. I will tell you one other thing that okay. I would like to say. They also come to us in that twilight zone between going to sleep and not quite asleep mm-hmm. and also just waking up and not quite woke up. I had it happen to me about three years ago. My brother's. He had one child, one daughter, and no one knew this was going to happen. She'd worked well in a hospital. She was a nurse, and she had a really excellent job at Ashley Cancer Care Alliance. Worked there 28 years, and she took her life. I was just a shock for my brother and really all of us because no one was expecting it, and she never gave any clue. But what happened is a day or two later... Just as I was falling asleep, I saw her, like the sound of music, mm-hmm. Julie Andrews, and she was just dancing over this high field, and she had kind of this dress on like Julie Andrews, and she was singing, and then she had this chuckle, and she was chuckling, chuckling, and you couldn't repeat that chuckle if you wanted to. <laughs> I mean, she had that chuckle. You know, I told my brother about it, too. He says, yes, she had that chuckle. Uh, so that's really interesting, too. They come to us during that time. That's great. I noticed on your website that you offer a free meditation that people can just click on and download and listen. Yes. That's 45 minutes. Could you explain what that is? Because I know not all of us are going to make the trip and, and spend five hours with a, a therapist. I know many people will, I, if this had been available after my dad passed and in that year after if I'd known about it I would have flown to Washington no doubt about it but is there something mm-hmm. within your or maybe just describe your meditation and if it could well, do yes, something they for can us da- they can listen to it or they can download it and the meditation is very relaxing and it is an attempt that if it is supposed to happen that they would might be able to connect with their loved one it at least sets that energy and scene for them. So that's what it's about. It doesn't mean that they're going to connect. I did this um, at an afterlife conference, and that's what got it started. I did that, and one lady that was there who had never been able to connect with her son connected during the meditation, and she was saying, oh, is there any way, you know, that you'll, you can do this? And so that's why I went ahead and did it and put it on my site. She was really elated because she had seen, yeah, she's seen a lot of people trying to connect with him, Mm -hmm. a lot of well-known people, and she hadn't. And so just during this meditation, but I don't want to also give people false hope that that's what's going to happen when they listen to it, but that's what happened to her. Yeah, and I want to say, too, I took a course on mediumship and transmediumship and quieting the mind, and I have a strong sense, and this is just me, you can... 
I don't think you're going to argue with me, but the way our human minds are, they're very busy and it's very hard to still the mind. And I have the instinct that if someone doesn't get results with your meditation, that it's something to not give up on. And the more you may listen to it and the more you may practice, you know, I haven't listened to it, honestly, but the more times you may develop that place you need to be for that communication to come through. And like you said, there's no guarantees, but I have the feeling that it's no success on the first time you keep trying. Would that be something that someone would do? Yes, and it would actually help them too become more relaxed. And like you say, in this very busy world, it's as if the world has speeded up and we're all expected to move faster and faster. And that's what I, I think is it, it's what we really need to do is stop. Like I got from the therapist who passed, there is a button on the treadmill we can push the stop button and we can get off of it. And I think it gives them that time to get off of that busyness and to get more centered because that's what, you know, that's what we need to do. That's why I think people come in dreams because we're more quiet and that's when they can come because when we're so busy, we're, you know, we're too busy. Mm -hmm. They do show up and give us signs when we're going about our day, of course. So that would help them just at the very minimum, to become relaxed and to just feel better. After 45 minutes, to feel better. Of course. I'm sure. I'm going to listen to that later on today. In fact, I'm really grateful that you give that. you have any closing words, Rochelle? Well, I would just uh, say stay open and things come to us in many different ways, but we're so busy we don't pay attention. But they come in signs, they come in what people might say, they come in music, uh, you feel a presence, you might see 1111 mm-hmm. on the clock, you might find a shiny penny. You need to really pay attention to that. And the other thing I'd like to say is this has been wonderful to be able to talk to you, Sandra. Thank you. I so appreciate it. Thank you. Your words are important. They really are. Well, thank you. And I'm excited about reading the book, too, uh, Repair and Reattachment Grief Therapy. And it is still being sold on Amazon, I saw, as Guided Afterlife Connections. So don't feel, you who's listening, that you need to get them both. (laughs) Yeah. You certainly don't have to buy both. Rochelle's website is repairandreattachment.com. There you'll find a validation study of this therapy by Dr. R. Craig Hogan, who's the president of the Afterlife Research and Education Institute. The comments are amazing about what people have experienced. At the website, you'll also find a list of trained therapists in North and South America, Europe, and Australia. If you are a therapist, it would make a difference to many people grieving to offer this therapy. And to the non-therapists, you can find more information about Rochelle, the book, and listen to the free guided meditation, again at repairandreattachment.com. 
I'd also like to encourage you, if you haven't done this already, to listen to interview number five with Dr. Craig Hogan on Shades of the Afterlife. It's really a fascinating conversation. He is the president of the afterlifeinstitute.org. And there you will find a page called How to Connect with Loved Ones in Spirit. Dr. Craig Hogan has created a self-guided training program that helps people make their own connections. And he says that it's 86% successful. And last, on my page, wedontdie.com, if you go to book links, I offer a short free audio called Reconnections. It's so very important to remember that a quiet mind is needed to be able to relax enough to get into this state. And we naturally pass through this state when we wake up in the morning and when we go to bed at night, so we can definitely do this. Even taking some time just to slow down, concentrate on your breathing, it can be done. Also at wedontdie.com, we have some really great at-home courses. They help you slow down, blend with the unseen world, get in touch with your psychic and medium abilities if you'd like. And yes, we all have them. In closing, I want to thank you sincerely for listening. Your loved ones, my friends, are only a breath away and support you on every step you take in this life. There's a great quote that says, in oneself lies the whole world. And if you know how to look and learn, the door is there and the key is in your hand. Nobody on earth can give you either the key or the door to open, except yourself. This is Sandra Champlain. You've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.